South Africa needs forward thinking, impactful investment from corporates in order to secure the future of science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, the acronym is STEM, which is education, especially for women. And Tech Central today is very, very pleased to be hosting Audrey Ferri. Audrey is the E4 Chief Financial Officer and Transformation Lead. And we're really, really pleased to have her on the line today because she's passionate about advocating for female-led initiatives. She's passionate about the IT sector, and she just loves this topic and definitely has a lot to share with us on this particular topic, and especially in getting women into the space of IT and technology. So, Audrey, thank you very, very much for joining us. It's really a pleasure to have you on the line. Thank you, James. Audrey, where do we start? Because I understand that there's a gap in the market, and I understand that you're doing a number of things to fill that gap. Where have you started in identifying the opportunities? Yeah, so I think of this as a journey. You start and then you learn things and then you go ahead and that's also important. So you touched on a number of important points in your introduction and I'd like to start there. So the first thing is science, technology, engineering and mathematics is starting to become really one of the key educational elements that we need to look at as part of the fourth or the fifth or whatever you want to call it, industrial revolution. And it's really important because it's not just about technology and people's technology education, but it's also around your thinking processes and how you go about solving problems. So from an educational perspective, and I'm no means an educational specialist, but a lot of the focus is starting to be around education in this space. And some of the challenges that we have seen specifically is that girls are less likely to focus on these areas. And from a background perspective, it's really talking about the girls not necessarily understanding the power of technology and what that can bring. Also, that they haven't been exposed to different careers in this space. In addition to that, you would also find that teachers and parents are not necessarily supporting girls getting into the STEM space. And then a very important point then added to that is that there's not enough reference points. So at the moment, only 23% of professionals in this space is female. And, you know, a lot of girls want to see who is in this space, what kind of roles do they have, So it's very important. And then combined with that, only 17% of that 23% is really in leadership positions. So guys are more likely to get involved in tech. It's not to say that the guys that should be getting involved is because, as we know, there's a shortage at the moment, much more demand than supply in the market for technology resources. But definitely girls less likely to get involved in STEM. So from our perspective, I've spoken about learning as we go along. Mm. And one of the things that we started with is really to partner with an organization to build a computer center for a school in Soweto. Now, that sounds like something quite trivial. But in South Africa, you need to make sure that computer centers 
firstly are there. So computer rooms that the kids can get exposed to computers. It needs to be secure, very important. So a lot of the work goes around security. And then also to ensure that the organization that you partner with has got experience and that they have the right connections with the Department of Education. So in our instance, our partner, Melissa, was able to get the Department of Education to commit to providing resources to teach basic computer literacy in the computer center that we built. So that was kind of step one. And as I say, without the ability to experience a computer, you can't even start the journey. And then our second step, which is what we're busy with now, is really working on a program for girls at school level to ensure that they get the right exposure from grade nine already before they make subject choices um, to ensure that they get into the STEM space from a career perspective. Thanks. You've certainly set the scene. You've definitely indicated that the barrier to entry shouldn't be there, but yet it still appears to be something that maybe through tradition and some sort of unconscious bias has been something that we've started to tackle, but not completely. I think that number you gave was from Statistics SA. And, you know, if you're saying that a mere 23% of the professionals in South Africa in this sort of tech and IT space are women, then that leaves a huge opportunity for a number of other women to take up that mantle, to develop a passion for something that may traditionally not have been sold to them, should I say, and to embrace the opportunity that's, that's awaiting them. That's exactly it. And you know, and the listeners will also know that it's not just about developers. You know, the tech space is so much right. broader than that. So, you know, it's not really... To say, you know, the only thing that I can get involved in as a girl or as a woman is the coding space. It can also be business analysis. You know, there's a whole bunch of data analytics. There's a whole bunch of roles that would be more appealing if Mm. you knew about them than, you know, traditionally might be the developer role. That's right. And I can think of many, many other careers and careers that I've experienced in my own life that... Once you get into them, you realize that there's so much more to it than what you realize from the outside. And I think that by encouraging young people, boys and girls, to really scratch under the hood a bit, play around with the space, be involved in whatever they can, whether it's in a school or a library or a lab or any of these other opportunities that are there. They really are there. We can't keep pretending that there's there's a shortage of opportunity. Go and engage and spend time in these spaces and and explore what that might look like because IT and technology doesn't need to be a a big beast. It can be demystified easily. And, you know, I've spoken to some of the women that work with me in this space as well, and they've Mm. re-emphasized the concept of mentoring. So, you know, also having women mentoring other women. So if I come back to my school example, Mm. as part of our program, we have mentors in place that will then assist these girls from a firstly a mentoring perspective, but also then to give them exposure to the careers. So sometimes, you know, you're saying that the labs are there and of course they are, but not everybody would know about them or have exposure to them. 
So it's also about creating awareness in terms of the entire value stream. Okay, so I think what you're also saying there is that people that do commit some of their time and donate some of their precious experiences to others are also there to hold people's hands to the lab, to the opportunities, and to guide them through what may be to them a maze of complicated challenges, but actually the opportunities are abundant. That's right. I think to understand where, but at the same time, you know, there are a lot of opportunities, of course, but I just feel that from a corporate perspective, not Mm. just from a a tech corporate, but also a broader corporate perspective, there's a lot more than we can do to look at impactful investment in the space, you know, to get involved with initiatives maybe in terms of, you know, the type of things that we're talking about, computer labs being Mm. built for schools, educational programs that we can have that will align to what the government is doing, but not conflict with what, you know, the Department of Education is doing. And I can see, and you're alluding to the benefits that it's going to bring a community, but what other benefits might this sort of engagement or these initiatives be to a company? These short-term and medium-term and longer-term that one needs to look at. From a short-term perspective, I would say that what's very important is all companies have the CSI opportunities that they have to invest in. It's important to think about impactful initiatives to invest in. You know, we get the BE points whether we invest in an impactful or a non-impactful initiative. So I think it's about finding the right initiatives and then create the learning from there. From a medium-term perspective, obviously, as I said, we have to create an additional stream of individuals that's coming into the space, both male and female. That's very important for the industry. You know, with the skill shortage, not just internationally, but also locally in the tech space, we as an industry can ill afford to have a shortage of resources. A shortage of resources means that your cost is just increasing and, you know, the client is not necessarily willing to pay you more. So that just leads to, you can hear I'm an accountant, right? That just leads to profit reduction and no corporate wants that. I can certainly hear your passion and see how this reflects in everything you do at E4. And I think it's wonderful to hear that, you talk about local skills. I also think that one of the things you're saying is that if the local skills are guided and developed and nurtured here in South Africa, then hopefully we can keep them here. That's very important as well. You know, we hear, I haven't necessarily seen, but we hear a lot about resources starting to work now from home for international mm. companies overseas, we are dealing with a completely different environment that we dealt with two years ago. So that's the one. But also, we don't want the resources to go to other countries to go and work there. We want to keep them here. It's not just about keeping them here. It's obviously for the economy and making sure that we as a country from a tech perspective is also going to continue being on the map. You know, we don't want to fall behind what's happening globally. And I think we'll create thought leaders within our own 
industries. We'll create more mentors that are able to then perpetuate what we're really saying to our listeners is, please put your hand up and find an opportunity. We've unpacked a little bit of what it entails to encourage skills and the development of especially women into the IT and tech space. But, you know, find ways and creative ways in which you can actually make the job a little bit more to sexier than perhaps it has been to the opposite sex. <laughs> The opposite sex, Jones. I say that because I'm a boy. Um, Because it goes back to the point about a stigma attached to it. You know, there are many industries that typically are male orientated, but they don't need to be. Now, I was thinking about the motor industry. It doesn't need to be. It's just a stigma. I agree with you. And it's something that goes without saying these days, but I think I'm going to say it anyway. Diversity is critical to Mm. enhance outcomes, Mm. any type of diversity, because people from different backgrounds think differently about things, and that Mm. improves the quality of the output. You know, Mm. so we're different to other countries. We bring our own challenges and opportunities in terms of our thinking. And I Mm. do think that as South Africans, if we are adequately able to resource the tech sector with enough diversity it will add a lot to what we are able to produce in the tech space i love what you're saying thanks audrey let's just be a bit practical here where would one start yeah i'm a, i'm a corporate i've got some csi budget i'd love to you know be involved where, where might i even begin to look so one of the points that I made earlier in the conversation, which is of critical importance, is to ensure that you partner with somebody that's got experience in the space. Yeah. You know, it's all about finding the right partnerships. Earlier on in our journey, we got exposed to a party that came to see us. And, you know, they had no experience, they had great plans, they had amazing connections You know, so those people exist as well. And it's important to stick to partners that's got good experience, that's worked with corporates before. That's also important. That has the correct connections at the Department of Education. So that's critical. So as I said, our two areas that we're focusing at the moment is both the computer centers as well as educating the girls through STEM programs. So if one would want to get involved with something like that, It would be amazing if they could come into contact with our partner, which is Melissa And if not, people can contact us as well to further the conversation. We're more than willing to offer support or advice or some of our thinking as part of this process. Well, Audrey, thank you very, very much. And those details will be shared with all our listeners in the write-up and attached to this podcast. And I think a lot of what you alluded to today is very insightful because we're all normal jogging at the moment. And I think I think we've got time. We need to make the time if we don't have it and really apply ourselves to something that could be a huge opportunity for all of us, not just the mentees. So, you know, from me, James Erasmus at Tech Central, Audrey Ferri at E4, I'm really grateful for your time. I'm really fascinated by this conversation. And I wondered if you had any final words or last thoughts that we could leave our listeners with. I think that the point is get involved. It's important, not just for us as individuals, but for others that's coming into the space as well. And I personally am of the view that as you get exposed more in this space, 
that you will also learn as a person and become a broader, stronger person as well. So that's my final thought. That's very impactful. Thanks, Audrey. Thank you for your time. Thank you very much, James. <laughs>